Hi guys, this is the time to get us up the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just progressing the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. And I'm Daly. Yeah, why'd you say and when there is an and? Oh, Daly, it's been too long since you did a show, you're messing up. What? You shouldn't have said and Daly because you excluded Adam Cage. I did not exclude anybody. You 100% excluded because you said Ann Daly as if that was the end of it. But clearly, there's somebody else here with us. He okay. was the end. Well, I apologize, Mr. Cage. No, it's okay. It's all, it's all good. I get no, it. Don't, don't accept an apology. Well, I'm used to doing that. There's usually two of us. The third one just kind of disappeared. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I guess the video of him being right there escaped your mind. You blocking me right now? <laughs> Uh, guys, we are back. This is the first episode of 2022. Uh, Adam Cage uh, was so gracious to kind of a uh, co-host, guest host here with us today because we figured, hey, if the power out could do it, why can't us? Why can't us? Why can't we? Why can't I and those amongst me? However you want to describe it. But we are here. 2022 is coming around. We're going to uh, kind of uh, uh, do a, kind of an emergence of a show, if you will. We're going to talk about independent wrestling, uh, especially with SCW, with their upcoming show. Talk a little bit about what happened at the previous show that's causing the lead-up to the upcoming show. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, High Voltage, uh, since Adam Cage is here, and uh, I am the GM of it. Uh, as quoted by Terry Allen, president of SCW, the shittiest wrestling show uh, in the world today. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about that, uh, as well as uh, we're going to talk about the Royal Rumble that's coming up this Saturday, which is kind of weird because I did not know it was on a Saturday. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a new thing that it is doing, because if I remember correctly, uh, day one was also on a Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that, I think they're trying to I think they're trying something new, which I mean, if they're doing it on Saturdays, I mean, cool. I mean, I don't have to wake up for work the next day. That's yeah, true. they're like strictly making WrestleMania two days now, aren't they? Yeah, I think that's going to be the same in the foreseeable future. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't that. like that. Like, I don't like change. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, is it a lot easier for somebody to watch, you know, four hours between, you know, a day for two days or eight hours in one day? I love doing it all day. Well, I mean, I guess realistically, if you wanted to, you could just take the Saturday show and not watch it until Sunday. But then I would be not, then I would know what happened because social media would ruin it. So don't go on social media. Whatever. I mean, social media is a big thing. It's a huge thing, but I mean, you could totally just avoid it for, I don't know, 12 hours. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But we're going to dive into all that after I tell you that this episode of the of Just Freaking Wrestling is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your comic needs. For those of you out there who are a comic book collector, whether it be the raw comics, the graded comics, CarterComics.com is the best place for you to go to pick up any number of comics which are graded from 9.9s, 9.8s, 9.7s, or even the raw comics that you can flip through and read at your own leisure. 
Go to CarterComic.com, sign up for the Carter Comic Club. Again, I'm not quite sure if it's called the Carter Comic Club. I just like calling it the Carter Comic Club because the Carter Comic Club sounds like a pretty good thing. So sign up for the Carter Comic Club. Get your name in there. Fill up your cart with all their amazing gifts. And then at checkout, use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, or if you use the promo code Cartoon Joe, it'll save you 10% on your entire order because Carter Comics really cares about their uh, their customers, their family-owned business, and they are uh, a proud sponsor of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast. And I know you're thinking, Travis C., I like buying my comics on eBay because I'm a huge fan of bidding. Well, go to CarterComic.com, scroll down on their main page, and there are four links of four different eBay stores that you can kind of check out their products, and you can make your bids because I know you weirdos out there like bidding rather than just buying it outright. Whatever, not judging, your choice. Uh, and, um, yeah, that's it. Cool. That's one plug done. Dally, do ball wash. No. Dally, come on, do ball wash. For once in your life, just do ball wash once. I will never. Why not? Better ball wash. What's wrong with ball wash? I don't like talking about it. Why? Because it says the word ball in it? Talking about washing balls? Well, yeah, what's wrong with washing balls? I mean, golfers do it. Yeah. Dale, you got a boyfriend, right? I'm sure he likes to clean his scrotum just like anyone else. Would you prefer he didn't? I wonder how uncomfortable your dad is listening to this podcast at this very moment. <laughs> no comment. Uh. Right? Oh, my God. Anyways. Ball wash. <laughs> yeah, I'll plug it right now. If that will make you feel better. Ah, oh, jeez. Ball wash. Ball wash. Ballwash.com is a one-stop shop for all your ball washing needs. Anything from shampoos, conditioners, to body washes. Whether it's in the liquid form or the bar of soaps, each one is amazing on its own. From head to toe, from hole to pole, when it comes to your sack, Ball Wash has got your back. And even beyond all the hygiene products that they have, they carry a plethora of other hygiene or uh, cosmetic, I guess you could call them, uh, products, such as Ball Guard, which is my personal favorite. For those of you in the hot summer days that are working outside and sweating nonstop and chafing becomes a real big deal for you, Ball Guard is the best product for you to buy because it goes on like a lotion, it dries as a powder, and it doesn't leave that, that gross residue um, you know, that you would get rather using, like, baby powder in the, sh- uh, in the bathroom. And it gets fucking everywhere. Uh, uh, Adam, uh, you're happily married, I assume, uh, right? And you got kids, I assume you're not a sinner. So uh, baby powder, I'm assuming, could uh, – you you know that the messiness that it leaves in the world. Oh, yes, right? it, it, gets, right? it gets everywhere. It gets all it over the place. It's everywhere. Dally, yeah. I assume your boyfriend uses baby powder because uh, you know, he's uh you know, weird. Okay. Okay, cool, whatever. So you just just keep sitting there, I'm almost done. Never mind. Is he there? Is he there? Would you like him to get on camera and I can ask him about his ball hygiene? No, he's at work. Oh, damn. Well, next time. Like, what's your ball situation? Right? Like, how like how are you cleaning them? Because I got some products that can help. But even beyond those kind of products, they also have hand sanitizers, self-personal lubricants. Don't get them mixed up. It sucks. Uh, they got uh, their own line of boxers and their own line of ball wash uh, little trimmers. I guess you use on your face. Or, uh, you know, it works for both heads. Either way. Fill up your car with all their amazing ball wash needs. Use the promo code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Save yourself 15% on your entire order of ball wash products. That's right, guys. Nothing gets your wiener cleaner than ballwash.com. Yes, yeah, you know I can say it as good as you. I might I might have to get some of that. I might have to try some of that out, just a, just a sample. Yeah, you know what? They, they have those kind of uh, 
almost like a gift box thing too that comes with an assortment of different products. I've even got a, uh, it's kind of like a, it's a cream, but it's like a cologne cream where like, you know, you, you apply it to your areas. Um, and it kind of makes it smell nice and good. I got one that's kind of like a, uh, like, like a cedar log cabin, if you will. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I, I, up. I might have to, might have to treat myself for that. So 100%. I definitely uh, recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Dally, Dally, you good? Yeah. Cool. You want to do audible or you want to do that later? Can we do it later? Yeah, because you don't remember, right? <laughs> All right, what, uh, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about SCW? I'm totally okay with getting SCW first and uh, tackling it head on here. Knock yourself out. Let me knock myself out. This is this is a group effort. You, me, yeah, well, Cage. You all, you're the one that said let's talk about SCW first. So go ahead and start it. I'm throwing out a suggestion. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna run the show. I'm just I just want to I want this to be a group effort here. You're making a real uncomfortable situation for Cage here. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm never uncomfortable. First of all, that's true. That's true. He's probably on like his fourth natty ice. Actually, no, I'm on my second. And it's He's just natty. He's on his second set of four natty ices. All right. Fair. Fair, fair. All right. Uh, SCW just had a show, uh, was it uh, a couple Saturdays ago, right? I'm trying to remember now. Fucking my 15th? life is a blur. The 15th. The 15th. Okay. Uh, that's Steam Hollow. Awesome venue. I'm happy every time they have a show there. Uh, a couple of things did happen at that show that is kind of building to what's going to come uh, this Saturday at SCW's, what the hell is it called? Arctic, Arctic something? Arctic Takeover? Arctic, Arctic Takeover. Arctic Takeover. Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, well, a couple of things I did want to uh, kind of like key in on was uh, one of the biggest things we saw was the turning of the Sheik on the Alliance of Hope. Uh, no one really saw it coming. I didn't see it coming. I thought that, uh, you know, that these people were going to work together for a common goal. Uh, I know Steve uh, actually had an interview with the Sheik recently at the SCW Training Center to try to figure out why. And the reason she uh, gave was that his whole reason to come into SCW was taking uh, out Bainex. Uh Wasn't, I guess, a true believer in what Bainex was doing in the world as far as uh, the charities and all that stuff. But mainly because, I guess, the Sheik needed uh, citizenship. Bainex kind of helped out with that. So I want to get your guys' perspective, which is this to be cool because uh, Cage, uh, being in that locker room after that happens, you got kind of more of a behind-the-scenes, like, like aftermath of what happened. But before I dive into that, Dell, I just want to get your opinion on uh, the attack because we were there. We both watched it together. Uh, he attacked not only Baynex, but he also attacked Natasha Crane. And even in the interview with Steve, even though he attacked Natasha, he's still given her the option to come with him to where we can even see uh, the former uh, alliance group that uh, they previously had back in the day. So let me get your input on how you felt about the attack. And um, then we can go know- to Cage and- I felt iffy about Sheik being in the Alliance of Hope from the beginning. Like, he's a Sheik. Like, I didn't see it. I didn't, I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I always saw a turn coming. I, I don't know when or where on around who. But, I, you know, Sheik, I mean, he's he's a lonesome rider. And he he's a natural heel. He just, he he's better off without them, in my opinion. I got you. Well, I wouldn't consider him like a lonesome guy because I mean well, he did he did have his own alliance, and I'm trying to remember what the fuck. But that he was. won the Genesis Championship. He was by himself. Oh, didn't he have Natasha then? 
Yeah, 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 she was there. Was she? Sure, yeah, because I'm pretty sure she came yeah. after. Because I had a I had the Genesis title shot and, and Natasha was with them, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there's. I, so I mean, I think I get, that leaves an opportunity for a new person to join Alliance of Hope, like a like a true third person, you know. Well, I know Alliance of Hope had like obviously there was Paradox who used to be part with the Sheik. There was the Sheik. There was Natasha who was part with the Sheik. It did seem like Bayonex was trying to form this uh, Patriots of Hope, Alliance of Hope, based on trying to help people be better, uh, a better, uh, oh my god, what the fuck is the word? A better them, I guess I, I could say without knowing the actual two words I was trying to think of. But, I mean, I think the problem that the Sheik had is Sheik is more of a leader. He's He wants to he wants to control a group. He doesn't want to be part of a group. And it's like you said, I was surprised myself that it lasted this long. But, Cage, uh, do you remember anything, like the feeling, the attitude in the locker room after that happened? Not only that, he was in the match when it happened. Oh, my God, I asked Cage a question. Shut up. No, she's right. I was actually, I was, I was actually in, the, in the ring when it happened, and I didn't see it happen when it happened. I didn't find out until um, until I got to the back. And then I realized, you know, like, hey, this – you know, she turned his back on Bayonets and stuff. But honestly, like to be, I, when I once I found out and stuff, yeah, obviously I felt bad because you know I I won the match due to that fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I've told Bayonets this also. Uh, you know, once I'm done dealing with my bulletproof LLC business and stuff like that, whenever he wants another rematch, I'm completely 100% down for that. Um, but going back to the Sheik. I, I'm in the same boat. Like I, I, I thought it was, you know, a matter of time. Like I said, between me and Sheik, there's no love loss because I mean, I got my head shaved. You know, you, you know, you know, using that match and all that stuff. And like I said, you can't trust anybody that's, a, you know, that's a snake, and he's always been a snake. Um, but at the, at that same time too, I mean, he's he's also dangerous. But the feeling, the feeling backstage and stuff once you know Baynex got to the back and stuff and. His back was all busted open from him, from Sheik hitting him with that flag and stuff. It was just, mm-hmm. I feel like Bane X is more, more heartbroken than betrayed, honestly. Because you know you saw you saw you know his eyes, you saw his you know he just looked deflated. Yeah. And I think I think everybody at that point was because he did help Sheik get citizenship, you know. And and honestly, like a lot of people. You know, believe that Sheik kind of turned over a new leaf and stuff. Now that he was an American citizen, his family was his American citizens. Now, I feel like I feel like a lot of people thought that he, you know, turned a new leaf and stuff. So I think a lot of people were caught off guard. But yeah. in my opinion, deep down, I'm not really I'm not surprised one bit because he's a snake. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's a weird thing to think about the fact that Baynex actually retired from the ring not too long ago. Um, I think coming back, do you think him coming back may have pushed Sheik to do what he did? Or Because like I said, like I, I, I obviously see Sheik as a leader. And I think when Bayonex did retire, it was going to give Sheik an opportunity to rise up and take on that leadership role. Maybe he felt a little defeated at the fact that once he was about to have it, it went away because Bayonex maybe kind of stayed out of the spotlight, couldn't get you know that itch of the ring really out. Um, but let me get your views and perspective on whichever one wants to go first. Don't interrupt each other, Dally. You can go first, Dallas. Uh, you know, I feel like Baynex coming back after retiring, that definitely probably helped him make his decision. Like, you know what, this is my time. It's supposed to be my time. I want to be the leader, and he just took my spot again. Yeah. So, like, I feel like that probably had a played a huge factor in that. 
for sure. It definitely does play a factor, but on, but honestly, I feel like the Sheik had this planned all along, like he said. Like, you, you know, this was his plan the whole time, mm-hmm. ever since, like, he hooked up with Bane X and stuff. And then once Bane X left the ring and stuff, it kind of left Sheik with that, you know, the Alliance of Hope banner and stuff. And like you said, like, yeah, he, I, I believe that he sees himself as a leader. And then once Bane X came back into the picture and stuff, I believe it just made his plan that much sweeter because honestly, like I said, it it wouldn't be, if if Baynex never came back into the fold. I feel like the Sheik was gonna turn his back on America at any point. And then when yeah. he came back, or when Baynex came back, that is, it just made his plan that much sweeter. Because in the end, you know, he turned his back on America. He turned his back on the on the guy who basically like represents America for Southland mm-hmm. Championship Wrestling. So I so I believe they made it just much, that much sweeter for him. Gotcha. Um, well, obviously you did pick up the win uh, in the match. Uh, defeating a former Genesis champion, regardless of how it happened, he still picked up the win. Uh, so at the record books, it shows, you know, Adam Cage victory over Bangax, former Genesis champion. That's got to put you in line for something in the future. Uh, again, I know, I think James Creed being one of the, uh, up and coming wrestlers in SCW, current Genesis champion, could definitely be something, maybe, uh, a, a match of the year caliber for him and you, maybe in the future. But before even Genesis, I know you have a lot of issues with Bulletproof you gotta work through. Uh, Bulletproof, uh, VJ Price, uh, took on, uh, returning, uh, El Dorado. Uh, how was the, how did it feel to see, uh, you know, pretty much VJ Price go up against the, you know, one of the biggest guys that's in that, uh, ring today, or in that company, I guess I should say. You know, here, the thing is with that, I mean, he, he met his match size wise, you know, and, and, and that's not, and that's not disrespecting anybody. You know, because like I said, El Dorado, I mean, he's a hell of an athlete for his size. And as much as I hate to admit it, VJ Price is a hell of an athlete for his size. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I just feel like, you know, me making my presence felt in that in that match and stuff, it kind of it gave it like an even even field, you know, you know, yeah. because like I said VJ Price is a chicken shit. Uh, Doug Keese is a chicken shit, you know, and uh, they you know, they don't play by any fair rules. I mean, like, I was there. Like, I was a part of that even before VJ Price even yeah. came in old, you know. I did it. You know, it's just, like, Bulletproof's way of, you know, way of fighting and stuff is, you know, um, odds against everybody else, which is which is a lot. It has a lot to do with, you know, all the victories and stuff like that. So me coming out there to, you know, to throw VJ's big ass back in the ring so, you know, El Dorado can do his thing. Yeah. Like I said, you saw the outcome. You know, he can, he can win in unfair advantages, but when it's an even playing field, you saw what happened. Yeah, and we did notice that, uh, obviously, Bo uh, Anderson, absent yet again. It doesn't seem like he really wants to be in the same building as you, which for good reason, obviously. Uh, he, I mean, you know, not to cut you off, he knows me. No, but you did it anyways. yeah. Yeah, it, it, you know, he knows me. Welcome to know? my world. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. You're good, man. Go ahead. No, you're good. He knows me, and he knows damn damn well what I'm capable of and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, if I get my get my hands on him whenever he decides to show up, it's not going to be pretty. So he knows. And, honestly, he's pretty smart because if he shows up, he's mm-hmm. going to get hurt. 
Yeah. Dally, I want to ask you a question because obviously uh, you, you've known Adam Cage for a long time. Uh, in the interview you guys actually did last month, you talked about the uh, the longevity of your friendship. So you've seen uh, Adam Cage with Bulletproof. You've seen him without Bulletproof. So from your point of view, and you don't have to you know kiss his ass because he's here on camera, but do you see a difference in his wrestling when he's by himself or when he was associated with Bulletproof? This is your question, Dally. No, I know. <laughs> oh, I just got you. Got you. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, whatever you're ready, please. It's not like dead air is uh, bad for fucking uh, listens. I feel like after he became a singles competitor, he definitely got more. He got that like, what's the word I'm looking for? Or not, not so much urgency, but like the like he's hungrier. Like he's more like ready. Like he's, yeah. you know what I mean. I think that it was a blessing in disguise that they mm-hmm. did what they did. Yeah. But yeah, from from what I noticed, because um, I was I, I've seen you I've seen you come in with like tag teams even before uh, Bulletproof LLC because you were with Bulletproof for a while, especially in SCW. But there was that time before that where you were just a tag team before joining Bulletproof, and especially seeing the couple matches you have done uh, after. And there's definitely a difference you can see in what you're doing in the ring compared to the passion you have for the business or the money that you got for doing it. Because it kind of seems like when you're in Bulletproof, you really just – Bulletproof seems like it's all about money. If there's a payday for it, then it's a good day. Wins and losses never really seem like a big deal. But I, I could kind of tell that for you it was a little bit different. But when you're surrounded by people like Keith, like Bulletproof – or like uh, Bo Anderson – I guess you kind of get away from that. I think you're going to find that now a lot better now that you're on your own and you're, you have a new passion and that's taken down bulletproof. Uh, obviously they do got VJ price. There's a strength in numbers there, but who knows? Maybe Eldorado could be someone you could look to as like maybe a backup. I mean, who better to have someone than fucking that big ass dude in your corner to kind of keep a keist or Bo Anderson out of the way when you kind of mow through uh, bulletproof one by one. No, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, Eldorado, I mean, Eldorado's even come up to me personally and said that he's got my back whenever, whenever I need it or whenever I want it, you know, so, I mean, I appreciate that and stuff like that. So me, me and Eldorado are pretty tight when it comes to that. Um, and yeah, I mean, you were right too. Like the same thing with like Bulletproof, you know, it's all about money because yeah, that's all they are, are about, you know, and it's, you know, money over everything. You know, it, it basically, you, you make as much money as you possibly can at any cost, and it doesn't matter how you do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I feel good. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel better. You know, especially since my surgery and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to the road ahead, and you know, kicking the shit out of Bulletproof LLC, obviously. So, yeah, I know. Uh, obviously, uh, v, VJ Price. Uh, a constant in high voltage. Uh, for those who don't know, I am general manager of high voltage. Uh, oh, not, yeah, it's just, it's a brag. You know, it's, you know, got it. I feel like it needs to be mentioned because, uh, it's, deserved. what's up? Plug it. Plug the show. I know, right? Fuck yeah. High voltage available on YouTube. Uh, I currently, uh, it, uh, what, twi- uh, once, uh, bi, bi- monthly, I guess you call it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to start doing it every, every two months now. So. Yeah, well, of course, I'm the GM. I know that. I'm just letting everybody know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, BJ Price, uh, uh, quite the mainstay in uh, high voltage. 
Uh, El Dorado, I, I expect to see him more in high voltage now that he's healthy and ready to go. Uh, Bulletproof, it doesn't matter if it's SCW or high voltage. There's always shenanigans that they try to pull to find their way to win and then uh, become victorious. Uh, Cage, uh, probably going to be one of the uh, top guys in high voltage. I see uh, see no other reason to uh, think otherwise. So I'm happy with high voltage. I disagree with Terry's uh, analogy on what high voltage is, but we're going to get into that again later on in the show. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about POW and SCW. Uh, obviously, Powell came into the SCW Steam Hollow show, took two wins. Uh, Cody took a win over, I think it was Miles Mercer, if I remember correctly. And uh, Scott Spade, uh, who did he face? Mulligan. Took a win over Mulligan. Yeah. But I guess the biggest issue with Powell currently, and uh, Steve from the Power Hour, uh, isn't shy of admitting it, uh, was attacked when he was getting the title back from Scott Spade in the ring. Um <laughs> He has gone on record numerous times on uh, Facebook stating that he felt betrayed. He felt that he was left for dead. Um, Cage, what, what do you what do you know about uh, the locker room not coming out to help uh, Steve? Do you, do you know anything that's going on? With, were you guys told not to? Were you kind of oblivious <laughs> to what was going on? No, you see, I was that happened right before my match. So like nobody nobody came to me and told me not to come out because honestly, I didn't even know what was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, at that point, like, I'm getting ready to come out. I'm in my ritual and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm obviously I I love Steve. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I love him to death. So if I if I knew anything was going down, I I would would 100 percent have his back. You know, and, and I've told him this, you know, it's just like I said, it's you know, it's just unfortunate that, you know, their antics, they they know how to do their antics. Like, they know how to plan them out. They know how to execute them and stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, hats off to them, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But um, as far as as far as the locker room goes and stuff like that, um, I haven't heard anything about anybody being told not to come out. Um, I don't think a whole lot of people knew about it at that point. Um, but from my perspective, if I knew about it, I'd definitely come out there. If it makes you feel better, next time that happens, if he gets attacked, I will get out of my seat and go help him up. Yeah, that, that'll help him. Way to go. I mean, go at least I'm somebody. Maybe somebody. That's right, right? Fucking just, uh, just, just hit the, hit the ring like only uh, Sage Griffin knows how to do. There you go. Yeah, but like I said, I, I couldn't speak for the rest of the locker room, so I don't know, I don't know what they were, I don't know what they were thinking or yeah. what the, well, what the, is. Well, Steve, uh, Steve definitely isn't shy uh, of blaming Hunter Payne for that. Uh, I was actually a guest on the Power Hour last week, and uh, I think he ended the show by telling uh, Hunter Payne to kiss his ass. Um, obviously, Hunter Payne being more of an old school guy, uh, just told Steve, you know, quit whining, put his big boy pants on, and everything. And I know Steve and I have we've we've had our differences. Uh, I'm kind of warming up to the guy now. There's a couple of things I still don't agree with. One of the biggest issues is, you know, Terry Allen being president of SCW, being in control of the company. Uh, first off, wasn't at the Steam Hollow show. Now, he's supposed to be there uh, this Saturday, but he wasn't at the Steam Hollow show. Uh, he states that he had no idea that Powell was going to do that, which I'm sorry, it's fucking Powell. Clearly, you don't have a ring announcer go out to the ring by themselves to collect the title. I still don't agree with the stripping of the title. Champion's a champion. A win's a win regardless of how you look at it. I mean, 
Terry Allen to strip away a title from Scott Spade is uh, kind of um, hypocritical to the fact that Hunter Payne held that title after being handed it by Terry. Whatever. I guess we don't talk about history here. But the fact that his own response to Steve after his outburst about what happened was when you're going to war with people, you want to know how they're going to respond to any situation. And Steve buys that. So it seems like Terry wanted Steve out there completely on his own to see how he reacts to a situation. I think it's garbage. I think it's completely wrong way of going about it. I get that Terry comes from an era where Windy City was something, where the name Terry Allen like carried weight. Steve has this fear of Terry Allen to watch his P's and Q's. He's even recommended to me that I should watch what I say because it's bad for my career. The thing that I'm starting to realize is after everything I have said to Terry through social media, that's out in the public for people to read. If I haven't been fired yet, I'm pretty sure my job's secure. I'm not even sure Terry has the ability to fire me, but he hasn't yet. So I don't know if because maybe he respects me for my opinion or he just physically can't do it. Regardless, uh, SCW brought me in for a reason. He, they, brought, they, they allowed me to be general manager of High Voltage, which is available on YouTube. Just by searching Southland Championship Wrestling twice a month. Make sure you check it out. Like Southland Championship Wrestling on Facebook so you know when the shows are dropped so you can be notified of it. They brought me in because what I do on this show is speak honestly and I speak truthfully and I don't want to try to you know, build up garbage. I, I, I speak my mind and I speak honestly. And like I said, I, I have no disrespect towards Terry as a person. As a president, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, Cage, he's your president. You work for SCW. You probably deal with him more than I do. Uh, Daly, you, you sell merch once in a while, so you probably have to deal with uh, Terry from time to time. Am I wrong in thinking that there's something screwy when it comes to Terry Allen? Because we saw him stand there when C-Red took out Hunter Payne. Terry and Hunter are supposed to have some kind of friendship, but he just stood there and allowed this to happen. There's something sketchy about the guy, and the moment he shows up, there's issues with Pow. To to a point where everyone wants to blame Pow for the situation, from my perspective, SCW started it. Regardless of what Scott State did, Hunter Payne was one that uh, attacked Pow. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm wearing the SCW shirt. I support SCW. I have no problem with people attacking people, but you have to admit fault when fault is there. So, First question to both of you guys, uh, Terry Allen, am I wrong in thinking that there's something screwy about the guy? Is Am I seeing him differently than what he really is? Uh, Cage, let's go with you first. I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, right? That's right. You know, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, you know, you're entitled to think that. You know, I mean, my personal feelings about Terry Allen and stuff, I mean, I mean, the guy already, the guy already knocked me out once, and I'm not trying to get my jaw broken. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So whatever whatever he has planned for the you know the the heavyweight championship and stuff like that, number one is none of my business because yeah. I mean I mean obviously I'm not in a position right now to actually worry about you know the heavyweight championship you know but mm-hmm. as far as like the handling of uh, Southland Championship Wrestling and the POW you know debacle thing, it's a windy city thing. You, you know, you know what I mean. It's just like I mean, obviously Terry was in Windy City, uh, Hunter Payne was in Windy City. I mean, not to, not to try to age them, but I grew up watching them. You know? Oh, they're fucking old. No, I, age the fuck on there. They right. are geriatric. If there was if there be, was a if there was a senior home that said Southland Windy City sleeping home, 
they'd all be in there right now. All right, you like I said, you said it, not me. But like I said, Hell yeah, I feel like it's a windy city issue. Yeah, you you know what I mean. So it's like I, I'm not gonna put my two cents into that. You know what I mean? Because I'm not I'm not trying to stick my nose in to where it don't belong. True. You know. So like I said, I mean, you're entitled to your own opinion with the sketchiness and stuff like that. That's that's your opinion. Mm-hmm. I just don't have an opinion on it. No, which which is fine because the thing is, you could even if you had an opinion you wanted to express, it's hard for you to do it because you could be booked in a match against five fucking people. You could you you know you you could be maybe not even booked at all. There could be well, repercussions to your to your act, and I get that because well, it's, not that, that. it's not it's not even that. It's just like I, they they can book me uh, with five five freaking guys against me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not scared of anybody. But gotcha. I'm just saying, you know, like, I'm actually not, I actually don't have an opinion on it. Because, mm. like, cause like I said, I mean, it's just, it's it's a Windy City issue. I wasn't in Windy City Pro Wrestling. You know All right, well, let me I, ask you this. Watching let me, Yeah, let me ask you this. Terry Allen, comparative to a Sentinel or a Keys presidency, is he better, worse, or the same? Oh, better, 100%. He's the fucking same cage. I, 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 I was president. I was president for uh, I was president for like five minutes, and I was a better president than Sentinel and Keys. But so, you think about man, I mean, right now Terry is no different than Sentinel. He shows up when he wants, and he he books shit based on his own agenda. You're 100 percent right. It's a windy city thing, and I don't think that they should allow things that happened in the fucking 90s to dictate how they're going to run shit now. See, I agree with half of that. Oh, like, monster! You should agree with all of it. No, no, no. I agree with half of that. Like the 90s. You invited thing, him. You invited no, him, Dally. No, no, no. The 90s thing, like, I completely agree with. Mm-hmm. You know, but here's the thing. If you're gonna, if you're gonna say, okay, Terry can show up whenever he wants and you compare him to the Sentinel and stuff like that. Here's the thing. If, if, if you, if you reign in Southland Championship Wrestling, for example, and like you, you name the presidents and the, the commissioners, whatever you want to call them yeah. and stuff like that. Are you going to let the Sentinel show up whenever he wants? Or are you going to let Terry Allen show up whenever he wants? If, if you're president, if you're president, you should be at the show. I'm going with Terry Allen showing up whenever he wants. Well, no, and that's fine. Like I said, I mean, like, from the way you view things, like I said, you have a different perspective because you're – you're in it. Like I, the only part I have in SCW is GMing high voltage. And to be honest, and I'll even agree with Steve, maybe I should be there more often. But we all know life gets in the way, and there are things that dictate how our availability to be somewhere. But luckily, like I've mentioned, I don't have to be there all the time because there is a group of people that work on the show that can make it run. I just got to be there to make sure it's shit. You know, it's kind of on the level. And everything would have been fine if Steve didn't open his mouth and invite Pow to the High Voltage show. But whatever. We don't have to get into that. It's been talked to to death. It's Steve's fault. You know, I'll admit it. I think, though, uh, you got you got to think, though, with, like, the invasion of High Voltage and stuff. Mm-hmm. Pow showed up, like, 20 deep. <laughs> but Steve invited them. Steve challenged them. Yeah, but, but, but here's the thing. When you make that initial challenge and stuff like that, you don't think they're going to freaking show up 20 deep to beat up, like, rookies if you want to exclude me and um uh me and creed you know yeah, so but, yeah so but if you yeah. if you exclude me creed and jph the rest of the people there were rookies 
Yeah, but you know what? When when you're in when you're in a fight, when you're in a feud with somebody else, you're not going to show up with like four people because you don't know who's going to be there. He he knew he knew that Steve was there, and he knew that there were some talent there, but he had no idea if maybe there was a Hunter Payne or no. You he, know, he knew he, he knew he didn't that. know because oh you know, Cage oh no, Cage. No, no. You're no, defending no, Steve too no, much, too. No, oh, no, no, no. Powell, Jim Blaze, they all knew. They all knew Hunter Payne wasn't going to be there. Why do you think they decided to come and they showed up 20 deep? I guarantee you if Hunter Payne wasn't there, or, or was there, I should say, they wouldn't have showed up. All right. Dally, give me, give me a perspective on the attack. Can okay, I talk now? Yeah, sure, you can be part of this. Tell me, tell me your thoughts on the attack at high voltage. I thought you were talking about Terry. Well, we'll get back to Terry, but I want to talk about this right now. My show is more important than Terry's. I want to talk about high voltage. I want to talk about Steve's uh, Steve's challenge to fucking Jim Blaze to show up, and he did, and he showed up with 20 people. And according to Cage here, well, yeah, challenge him, but give him a fucking limit thing. on how they, many people he could bring. They walked into the training center. Yes. The training center. They knew there was going to be rookies there. And they showed up 20 deep. Yeah, but he doesn't like, know all that they're not do going to be a Hunter Payne no. That's all they had to do was make their presence known. But they took the initiative to do things that weren't necessary to people that didn't deserve it. Okay, you've seen the videos. I'm sure you've been there where fucking SCW went to POW and attacked their guys. I wasn't there. Okay, but you've seen the videos. The videos have been posted all over social media. You know, it's, I told you multiple times. I don't even know where this thing started from. I, it doesn't matter where it started from. It's fact of what's going on right now, and the fact that Steve caused an attack at the at the high voltage show is first of all his fault. It should have never happened, and I don't see why. But why, why did they show up there instead of at our, one of our shows? Yeah, like you could have showed up to at a pay per view when like the whole roster is there, but you're yeah, gonna, but, but you're but gonna show up, but you're gonna show up to a training center where they have three of the regular freaking main roster guys there and the rest of them all rookies, and you're gonna and on top of that you're gonna show up twenty deep when you know the uh, when you know the trainees are gonna be there, you yeah. know Payne's not gonna be there, you know Terry Allen's not gonna be there, you know freaking Travis T is not gonna be there. True, that's what I'm saying. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not saying it was right. I'm not saying it was honorable. But you know what? It was a smart play on Powell's move to attack the weakest part of of the company. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that it it was right. I'm not I'm not giving Powell credit for doing it. They shouldn't have done it. Steve shouldn't have invited them, but they definitely should not have done it. It was a cowardly way of going about this entire thing because you you know you're right. He should have showed up at a pay per view because his fight is with Hunter Payne. Terry Allen and SCW, not with high voltage. And, and it sucks because... Go ahead, what's up? And honestly, he probably would have had more freaking exposure if he showed up to a freaking pay-per-view because he would have got more eyes on his freaking, uh, on his promotion, but, you know. Makes sense. Absolutely right. Dally, let's go back to Terry Allen. Give me your uh, views and opinions on Terry. I'm sure maybe you've known him uh, maybe longer than any of us. I don't know. But give me your uh, opinions on Terry. Yeah, I I do. I I grew up watching Terry as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I, everyone knows Terry knows the business better than anybody. Yeah, he he knows. Like I don't know why he would assume that something would not go bad with making that arrangement with Powell. He knew, so I agree with you. There's something sketchy there. Something 
even if it was back from the 90s, something to do with Windy City, something, some bad blood with someone somewhere. I don't know. But it does not make sense to me. I don't agree with the shipping of the title either. That makes no sense. If we were playing that game, there are so many reasons that should have not happened. Yeah. But yeah. I just, I just, I just, I just watch. I just, whatever. I got you. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You know, it, it, it's, you're right because you agree with me. So that's a plus. <laughs> like, like I said, I'm not taking anything away from Terry. I respect him as a person and as a wrestler. <clears throat> yeah. As a president. I don't really know, like, like I said, I just see something weird. I just, I don't completely like what's going on. He has the potential to be a great president. There's just something weird. And maybe it's just the situation. Maybe it's the power situation that kind of, like, makes it have a different perspective of what's truly there. But there's something there that I just don't trust about the guy. And the fact that he is in some way my boss or whatever the fuck he would be to me or to anyone else that's in that company... There needs to be straightforward answers. And the guy is so cryptic in everything he says. I mean, there was one point in our conversation where he, he like, he, he referred to me as, like, a, a petty bride or some goofy shit. Or, like, you know, he was talking about, like, kissing my ass or, you know, telling me the truth and shit. Or whatever the fuck he wants to talk about. But he just, he has this weird way of going about how he talks about something. Like, he wants to use an analogy. And I get it. That's a that's a grandfather thing that people fucking do, and I get it, whatever. But as a man, he needs to have more respect for the brands that SCW uh, issues, like High Voltage. I think it's only proper that he issues an apology on him say, stating that High Voltage is the shittiest wrestling company he knows because he knows what it is, he knows what it's capable of being, and to sit there and judge a company that's only had Three shows, and they're based on in, or based on a uh, new up and coming stars, which you know Adam Cage, James Creed, JPH, uh, Chris Ward. They show up and they have matches, you know, as well to help out the other talent. But it's for the trainees, it's for the rookies and everything. It's for them to train and get better. So there's a there's a lack of respect that uh, Terry has for who I believe honestly isn't part of his group isn't part of his circle. It's the new wave of wrestlers that are coming to maybe push him out. You know, the next Adam Cage, the next James Creed, VJ Price, El Dorado. These are the new guys that are eventually going to take over. Bayonex, Hunter Payne, Terry Allen, Ivan Manson. Because these guys, we've heard Ivan say that he's going to be done soon. You know, Hunter is going to be done soon. Bayonex has already retired and come back. Terry is finding some sort of relevancy once again because he's been gone for God knows how long. So maybe I think maybe that's terrifying him a little bit. But I don't know. That's just my opinion on it. Anything from you guys? I said what I needed to say. I mean, yeah, like I said, you're you're entitled to your opinion. You know, like I said, I mean, my thing is, it's like, the other thing is, too, it's like, I, I do agree with you on the whole respect thing. I do, I do agree with you on that. Like, I feel like I, I feel like I, like I can, you know, I, I, I can get behind that. I really can. You know what I'm saying? But at, but at the same token, though, there's also a lot of guys in that locker room that also don't respect Terry Allen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Terry Allen is going to command that respect, whether you want to give it to him or not. 
No, and you're right. He he deserves respect for what he's done in the business. But if he's not willing to show it, I'm not willing to give it. I respect the guy. I respected him before he was stating all that garbage um, on Facebook. Being a, being a guy who wants to sit there and talk about keyboard warriors and how, you know, it's better to speak your mind in person than over the computer, and the fact that he did all that shit right there, I've never had a conversation face-to-face with the guy in my life. I've had three conversations on on Facebook with him, and each one of them is him belittling or bad-mouthing anything um, about anybody who's less than him, who's who's less trained than him, less experienced than him, you know, less knowledgeable. Like, I'm sorry, I have trained in professional wrestling. I was trained by Vito and Sal Tomaselli, Jay Jensen, Mike Nolan. I, I wrestled, you know, dark matches um, at wrestling schools. You know, I helped, you know, you know, tear uh you know, set up and tear down elite pro wrestling matches. I've gone through so many other companies to to talk with people and learn about people. Like, I have that experience. I don't talk about it wholeheartedly 100% all the time, but I talk about it a little bit. People know that my cousin's Mike Nolan, and, yeah, I say that because, you know, I want people to uh, know how important I am because I know somebody. Whatever. That's right, Dally. You can at least be honest about it. I'm 100% honest about it. Um, but the thing is, it's like, he just sees me as some podcaster who lucked into a role in high voltage. Fine. I don't need to explain myself to Terry to get his respect because the way the the person I see now is somebody who I think my opinion couldn't change on. So that's him. That's fine. He wants to be that way. He wants to tear me down. Fine. Whatever. I've dealt with it for a long ass time. I've had numerous people you know, tell me I'm one thing or another without even knowing who I am, I could give two shits. But to belittle a fucking wrestling show that's built to bring you the next top talent in Southland, that's where I have a problem with him as a president, as a person, as a leader, to where I think that maybe, just maybe, SCW should think about maybe finding a replacement, even though he's only been there for a few months. But... I'm not saying me. I don't want to be president of SCW right now. I'm fine with just, you know, working with high voltage. Do you have time for that? I mean, you're running high voltage. You're running the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I cannot be president of SCW right now. If I win the lottery tonight and I can fucking just retire from everything, then yeah, maybe I'll, I'll fill my time. But by then, just freaking wrestling, uh, will already have their own promotion and shit, booking matches and whatever. So. I better be, I, you know what? I better be on that card for the first show. That's you know, I, fun fact, I asked Dally to book a fucking main event match and she didn't include you. See, now that's messed up, man. <laughs> right? She knows you for so long. I was like, I think I gave her four. I gave her Who's four people. I'm, I'm curious now. Who was in the main event? I don't remember what I said. Bro. Oh, no. come on now. You totally know what you said. Come on. Who no, was it? I really didn't. All right, I don't right. remember. I really don't. This is a conversation we had two weeks ago. Uh, God, well, Andrews was in it. We made we put Andrews in it. Um, All right, I'm done with that. Max. Holiday? Yeah. For Max uh-huh. Holiday in it. Main events. Former three-time SCW Heavyweight Champion, longest reigning SCW Champion. Um, was it... Was it Rough Crossing and... Rough Crossing, yeah. I can't remember the last one. Okay, yeah, I mean, so far... I can't really argue, but I, I had at least be freaking, you know, sem- semi-main. You know what she said? Okay, yeah, you, you got that. Said, Let's go. You know what she said? She said, hey, he'd be a good developing talent. I didn't 
say that. I, you know what? I mean, since you didn't book me in the main event, I'm 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 kind of like yeah. yeah. I was like I was like I was like I mean, you're not gonna put fucking Cage in the main event? Like, what do you think he's some kind of mid carder? She's like, he'd be lucky to be my mid card. You know, you know, I've I've let you stay at my house before. How dare you? You, know, you play with Travis, my children. Okay, you're gonna listen to Travis over me, really? I mean, come on now. I just speak honesty and truth. Yeah, yeah. We did. We did say though that if you weren't in the main event, you would be in the opening match. You'd be the first official match of JFW. That's so. fine. Follow right, that. So there's that. That's all I gotta say. Follow right. that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who you'd be booked against, uh, but you'll definitely be. It'll definitely be the opening match if you don't make the main event, which, I mean, the main event, I want to try to focus on, like, these are going to be the mainstays. That's why I want to do in the main event. But then I said, no, those are for the top guys. And I said, okay. And I, you know what? I know how you feel now. It's, right. it's fine. It, it's it's sad that I had to find so this mean. Guy. I did not say that. God. Uh, all right, Dally, before we dive into uh, the main event match from uh, the Steam Hollow show, uh, plug Audible. Let's get that done. You're really going to make me do it? Well, yeah. Why can't you just do it? You're so much better than me. Just, you can say No, right? I mean, I, did, I did, but this yeah. is like, you know, my first like full, yeah. full. Because I did two plugs. You could just do the one. You've heard me say it multiple times over the year. Okay, but every time I plug anything, you laugh at me because I say it weird and wrong. So just so do, do it back. right. So just do it right. I promise, if you do it right now, I will not laugh at all at it. You have my word. You have my word that I would not laugh. I'll tell you what. If you do this plug right now, if I laugh at all, I will never ask you to do another plug again. I feel like that's something to actually think about. Yeah. So do the plug. If I laugh, I will never ask you to do another plug ever again in the history of this show. I can't even, I don't even know how to start it though. I know what Audible is, but like, I don't okay, know how so, to Okay, so, well, how about this? What Di is Audible? Just dive into it. Boom. What is Audible? Basically, Audible, you can listen to stories and books through audio instead of actually physically reading it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, what do we offer them if they sign up for Audible? No, like, here's a better idea. Sell it to me. Like, Sell Cage Audible. Yeah. Like, like, sell it to me. Like, like, I'm a big book person, so sell it to me. Sell him Audible. I don't even know what the what the deal is with us. <laughs> How do you not know? They're a sponsor of our show for many no, years. You say it, not me. You you say it. Because no one ever does a plug. I mean, I'd do it if I knew what it was. See, okay, God damn it, Dally, I'm gonna do it this time. I will. Okay, I will write it down. I will physically write it down. And then I'll remember it, and then I'll say it. Okay. Just for you guys out there, like, I'm really not a big book person. I probably, like, maybe read, like, three books in my whole life. So. You see, and Cage, I was in the same boat as you. I'm not a big reading guy. I I did the book club with this freaking show. Um, but I do want to expand and get the opportunity to read more books. But I'm always on the go, driving to work, driving home from work, uh, driving to physical therapy. I'm always constantly moving, uh, even when I'm at my house. Uh, there are times where I just listen to music while I'm doing some cleanup or whatever. But 
now I could kind of convert listening to music to maybe listening to an audio book because now you could just have the stories read to you instead of you having to sit down and read the book physically yourself. So like you, you travel a lot for wrestling. Obviously you go from state to town to country, not country, county, whatever, you know, maybe go to Canada. I don't know what you do. Um, but while you're in the car, you could be able to listen to an audio book while you're traveling. And because of us here at Just Freak Wrestling, JFW, who has been a supporting podcast of Audible for several years, Dally, you can now get a 30-day free trial of Audible plus a credit to your very first book just by going to audibletrial.com slash freaknet, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, sign it up. You'll get 30 days absolutely free plus a credit to get your first book. And Audible is filled with so many different wrestling autobiographies, biographies, uh, history uh, books, Fiction, nonfiction, whatever you're looking for, Audible has a book for you. If you're looking for something more mystical, like Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, you're looking for something to tell you more about history, like Prohibition, Civil Wars, whatever. Or if you want to listen or listen to a story uh, by Chris Jericho, uh, AJ Styles, Shawn Michaels, whoever, they're available to you at Audible just by going to audibletrial.com slash freaknet, signing up, give yourself a 30-day free trial, plus a credit to your very first book. Now I feel like now like I feel like anybody that's on the road, this would be like the perfect freaking thing. Like I said, like 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 Travis said, like I travel a lot mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And like I said, music is it gets me through some of it and stuff like that. But after a while, you're kind of you know tired of rocking out, you know, listen jamming out whatever you listen yeah. to and stuff like that. And you want to listen to like a podcast or a book in this case and stuff. So mm-hmm. like I said, I feel like that'd be I feel like that'd be awesome. I should probably try that. Hundred percent, man. I mean, like you, you've traveled through the Midwest. I know you've, uh, you've traveled to uh, Phoenix Pro Wrestling. You've been there. I mean, for you, that's got to be like a six, eight hour drive. Yeah, how many, yeah, it's about a seven hour, eight hour drive. Yeah. Imagine how many books you get through on that drive alone. It's absolutely amazing. Like I said, like I'm, I'm opposed to whatever makes the drive, you know, go by faster. Because looking at farms and cows and stuff like that, it kind of gets freaking boring, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I love music as much as you know the next guy. Like I listen to rock, rap, country, whatever, you know what I'm saying. But after a while, it's like, okay, let's chillax, you know, and let's listen to some That's audio stuff. Something different, 100. percent Yeah. So you got that out, Dally, for next time. Thirty day trial and credit to your first book. And what do you, what, what what's the link? I'm not even freaking plugging it. Right? What's the link? Freaknet? <laughs> <laughs> what's the whole what's the whole thing? I mean I did say it four um, times. What? Audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Audibletrial.com slash freaknet. See, there we go. I'll write it down right now. What's up? Was it that you get 30% off? Yeah, you have 30 days free plus oh, a credit to your first book. Okay, yeah. You get 30 days free. 30 days absolutely free plus a credit to your first book. And realistically, all I mean, those books are, I mean, they do have some books that are a little bit pricier, but I mean, they got other books that you can pick up for a couple dollars and stuff. Um, and there's even uh, exclusive books to Audible. Because for those of you who don't know, Audible is owned by Amazon. So any book that gets released into Amazon uh, could potentially become an audible, uh, audible book. So, Okay, uh, let's wrap up Steve Mahalo. Uh, I want to talk about the main event. Uh, Hunter Payne took on James Creed, number one contendership for the vacant SCW Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Daly, talk about a little bit about the match. 
Why me? You know how I feel about that match. Because I- I've been talking the entire time. All, all I want you to do is just give a quick recap of it. I'll finish quick up recap, the finish. Quick recap. Hunter just Payne get- kicked James Creed's ass, and he handed him a victory. That is what happened. Oh, my God. Hey, Cage, you want to try recapping the match for me? I mean, yeah. Let's be. Am let's I be wrong? Honest. I have to agree with her. Like, I mean, Hunter it's, it's, it's exactly what happened. But for the love of God, I just want some dialect created here, guys. Oh, fucking dally, uh, you monster! Just saying, that's not that's not something to be ashamed of if you're James Creed. You know what I'm saying? I, oh. mean, I mean, Hunter Payne whooped my ass. Yeah, yeah. you know. And but as far as like handing him a victory, um, I'm not on board with that. Yeah. Well. Okay, so I guess we'll just fucking go to the end, Dally. Um, yeah, so the the whole match was pretty much Hunter just beating the shit out of Creed. He was lucky to, uh, you know, come back here and there. Eventually, Hunter made the decision at the end to take the forced count out to give uh, James Creed to win. Fine. My two thoughts on why he did it. One, he knows he can't beat James Creed. <laughs> He's too far in age. He knows he can't compete with him. So he gave him the victory to. I'm that. not done yet. He's wow. not done. I'm not done. Let me finish. Let me finish. What I'm going to say. Let me finish. I told you there's two things, Dally. Shh. There's two things. I told you one or two things. I'm not picking one. I'm just saying there's one or two thoughts. Hunter Payne cannot beat James Creed. He tried. He couldn't fucking do it. Number two. He understands that James Creed is the future of SCW, and if he kept going. James Creed may have not had a future in SCW because Hunter Payne would have done something he wouldn't be proud of to finish off the match. So he chose to give up now instead of hurting the potential future of James Creed. Okay. I'm going to, I got, I got something for, you know, both those thoughts. Okay. Yeah. I was with you with James Creed being like the face and stuff like that and being the future and all that stuff. And, you know, Hunter Payne would probably stoop down to somewhere he didn't want to go to actually, like, you know, he didn't want to go there. Like, I was with you on that one. Okay? Yeah. With that first frickin' thought, how many bowls did you smoke? Why would he get, why would he hand the title? No, why, why would he, why would he hand that match to him? Why? You know what? In how many? He just fed him to Scott Speed. Is that what you think? I hope, I don't know, but. Now he just got his ass kicked by Hunter Payne. Now next week he's going to get his ass kicked by Scott Spade. So I'm just saying. You know, like I said, I like I said, I feel like that was – I don't feel like that was the right decision to actually just, you know, do like a voluntary like count out type thing. Like I, I don't feel like that was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, if, if James Creed was going to win the match, James Creed would have found a way to win that match. Yeah. Like I like I 100% agree with that, but to say that Hunter Payne can't beat James Creed, I don't agree with that one so Okay, that's why I gave two possibilities, and that's why the the first one, hey, time, the first yeah. one was a freaking like, are you high type freaking thought. Remember months and months ago when you said you thought Hunter Payne was going soft? Well, he did. Well, that's a short, prime example where I disagreed with you. That show. That just proved that he was might maybe a bit softer right. because and that and that's what bothered me because you know what I was all excited I marked the fuck out when I commentated with Steve about seeing more of a uh, of the old Hunter Payne when he was in that tag match with Mulligan taking on uh, Evil Gains Evil 
he was more aggressive. He was more violent. It was the Hunter Payne I've been waiting to see forever. And then all of a sudden, he comes down that aisle, slapping hands with kids, you know, being the fucking hero again, looking down at the Creed family, whatever the fuck you want to call them, and looking at him like, I'm, a pa- I'm sorry what I'm going to do to your boy, you know, and they just fucking beast the shit out of fucking James Creed for for what seemed like forever. And, yeah, Creed got some good, got some good licks in, got a good comeback, threw down his fucking elbow drop, whatever he did, couldn't fucking finish the job. And then all of a sudden you fucking see Hunter try to pin fucking Creed. He throws his foot on the fucking rope. You see him look over at the family, who I can only imagine is either crying or shitting themselves, watching their baby boy get their ass handed to him to the point where he's like, give me a microphone, I'm done. So, yeah, I think realistically, between my two scenarios I gave, I'm going to go with the whole, I don't want to have to kill this guy to prove a point. See, now that I agree with. Like, I don't think, like, honestly, like, if James Craig kept kicking out and stuff like that, which he did, and yeah. stuff, it's at that point, what do I have to do to, for, you know, to beat this guy? you got to have to, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. And I don't think he wanted to do that to James Craig because yeah. he has a lot of respect for him and, and all that. So, like I said, I don't, I don't agree <laughs> yeah. with you know the count out and stuff like that. I don't agree with that whatsoever. Yeah. But like I said, the 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 second thought is know. possible than yeah. the first one. Yeah, and you know, and the thing is, like and again, I don't, I, I gotta go back to a little bit about when when I went through training back in two thousand eight or whatever the fuck it was. I saw guys graduate from wrestling school and have matches with the guys who trained us. And they didn't let, they didn't let up on them. They didn't fucking let, you know, go easy on them because they had to understand the difference between student and teacher and competitors in the ring. And I don't think Hunter separated that. I think through that entire match, all he saw was I'm facing a guy that I trained at the SCW school. I don't think he looked at it as I am facing a guy who I need to beat to go against another guy who is a Powell wrestler and make sure that the SCW title comes home. He probably has a lot of faith in Creed, but I don't see Creed beating Scott Spade and bringing the SCW title home. I think this whole title stripping thing was a complete waste of time because I just don't see Creed, great wrestler. Congratulations on being the Genesis champion, but there's a difference between being a Genesis champion and being a Powell heavyweight champion. There's different levels. And, yeah, maybe you're ready for this. And I don't want to take anything away from him, you know, taking on Ivan Manson at fucking ARW and winning that heavyweight championship. He lost it, but, hey, he won. It's different because we saw what Scott Spade did to Ivan a few months back, too. Powell is a different breed, and this is a lot of pressure to put on a kid who is, what, three years into the fucking business? And you know he's going to have Tiny and um, Mistress Misery on his sides and Creed doesn't have anybody but you know the other thing is too it's like you kind of know that somebody's going to be in Creed's corner at that point if Spade's going to have Tiny somebody's going to be in Creed's corner whether Creed wants it or not you know whether that be Hunter Payne whether that be Terry Allen whether that be anybody somebody is going to be in his corner because you're right we saw what Scott Spade did to Ivan Manson yeah and Luckily, we were able. Everybody was able to stop that early enough. Do you actually think that they're going to let the same thing happen to James Creed as, like you said, is basically the future of Southland Championship Wrestling? I don't see that happening. Somebody's going to be in his corner. It's just going to be. It's going to be a weird situation come Saturday because we know Jimmy Blaze is going to be there. 
We know uh, the the president or commissioner of Powell, whoever that is, is going to be there. Um, Steve's hated like the f- guy he calls fucking uh, uh, Xavier Swaggle. I don't know what the fuck his real name is, but Powell people are irrelevant to me at this moment. Um, I don't know how many people from Powell are going to be there. The one problem I do have with SCW, granted, again, I'm wearing the fucking shirt. It says my name on it. So I'm, I'm an SCW, I'm, I'm a fan here. I'm a supporter. I just fear that SCW wrestlers in that locker room have other agendas that they're more focused on than when it comes to POW. You know, nothing against you, Cage, but, I mean, what's more important to you right now, SCW and POW or you and uh, Bulletproof? No, I, I – no, I – you're 100% right. Like, the main thing on my on, me. on my plate right now is Bulletproof LLC. Right. I mean, Powell's there. It's, like, lingering right there because, like I said, I don't appreciate what they did uh, on high voltage and stuff. I don't mm-hmm. appreciate that. But it's not my priority right now. I feel like people are – I feel like there's enough people in the lo- SCW locker room right now that that is their main priority. Yeah. And I know that they're going to take care of it. You know what I'm saying? So they don't need – you know, an Adam Cage, back, uh, you know, backing them up when they're going to take care of them, take care of Powell anyway and whoop their ass. Because that's how much faith I have in that locker room, and that that's how much faith I have in the people that are going to be dealing with it. Yeah. You know, so that's my thing. My my main thing is bulletproof LC. You're one hundred percent correct. Yeah, and uh, you know, and I, I don't, I don't want to say anything negative about SCW. I know that it's weird to see a lot of people who hate each other unite together. I mean, I've seen Xavier, uh, Aaron Xavier stand up with Hunter Payne when they attacked Pop. Never thought I'd see that, but it did happen. So I get that there is a passion to the business, but at the same time, I think that there's always going to be personal agendas will oversee the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, God, what the fuck is the word? Oh, I sound so much smarter when I know what I'm saying. You know, you know what uh, you should, though, you know what you should do for high, for the next high voltage, uh, um, Taping, you should book Hunter Payne and Travis T in a grudge match. Ah, oh, God, I don't want to fucking put him on the shelf. And, and, no, 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 and beat that ass. All right, just oh, just whoop that ass all over freaking moments wherever wherever the hell it is. Just whoop that ass. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll be able to step in the ring with uh, Hunter. I, I have been thinking about maybe getting back and kind of knocking off some of this rust. I mean, I know how to do some shit. I remember my fucking suplexes and hip tosses and whatnot. I know uh, you might be able to show him something. Right? Hell yeah. Mostly I just want to beat the shit out of fucking uh, Power Hour Steve, but. Uh, <laughs> you see, I I would watch that. No, sell that to pay-per-view. I would buy the pay-per-view, even though I would probably right. be there. But I would buy the pay-per-view. Just you know <laughs> you know it would be a good match at the next, uh, uh, was it WrestleTopia? Is that SCW's yeah. WrestleMania? Yeah. Uh, Travis, C., Travis C. and Hunter Payne versus Steve and C. Red. But I feel like Hunter Payne would just, you know, kick you in the freaking dirt and just, you know. Well, yeah, but I mean, as long as we win the match, hey, it is what it is. Usually that's one of those things, like the ball on the string and just go... Right, yeah. I mean, if, if, I, if, I, if my name shows up in the record books as a win, then that's fine. I'll have one thing over fucking Steve. Uh, I mean, he did tell, yeah, right, he did tell Steve to kiss his ass, so. I don't uh, know. I mean, Steve, Steve's, uh, he's, he's rough around the edges. Dude wore a diaper on his face to protect his eye. Come on now. 
right. Anything about SCW that we haven't covered uh, before we move on to Royal Rumble? No, February, I'm going to be whooping VJ Price's ass. That's about it. There we go. Well, you know, you can always come back on, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's, it's nice to have somebody who talks with me. I'm just saying, it's, it's wonderful. Oh, you can't shut me up half the freaking time, so. I know. It's like Dally talks so little, she has no problem keeping her hand over her mouth. Ah. All right, Dally, talk about Royal Rumble. It's all you now. No, I'm not you just hurt my feelings, and I'm not talking anymore. Oh, come on. How can I hurt your feelings with that positive glow that's radiating off you? Aren't you going to be at the Rumble? I mean, I mean. Yeah, so talk about the Royal Rumble. Let's go. What about it? Anything. Tell me anything about the Royal Rumble. Talk to me about the Royal Rumble. When's the Royal Rumble? Uh, this Saturday, January 29th. 29th. Where's yes. it at? What else is January 29th. What? What else is January 29th? The same day as the Southland show. Yeah. You can get you can buy it on pay per view at infinity dot or no infinity point dot org slash. You know, I I I will say yes. I am going to the Royal Rumble and I am not going to Southland. I need a little bit of a break. I need to go enjoy myself. So I'm excited. <laughs> cool. Okay. So yes, the Royal Rumble is this Saturday. We're going to have two. Heavyweight championship matches, one female championship match, and I think that's all the titles that are on the line. I think the tag match, but I don't know if that's on the pre-show or if that's on the actual pay-per-view. Oh, that's right. I did say it was a pre-tag match. I don't know. It's like it didn't show up in anything I was looking for. Are you sure it was a tag match? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there a segment on Raw last night where they did Alpha Academy and RK Bro and they're, they're facing each other on, at the Rumble? The spelling bee? Oh, I did a spelling bee. Yeah, but I thought that was because that they were going. Never. Oh, mind. I don't know. Well, let me look real quick. Let me just thumb through my shit. What's here? There's one. There's two. There's. What three, do you think of Cowboy Brock? Or he's a fucking guy. I love that man. All I thought about when I saw Cowboy Brock was listening to Tracy Lawrence. I don't know why, but. As soon as I saw it, I threw I threw on the Alibi CD, and I was jamming. <coughs> we finally get to see Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, which is a match that everyone's been talking about for years. To you know what though, I believe that match should just I I I think that match should happen sooner than what it is happening. I mean, it would have been great if it would have happened when they were in their prime, but. It's happening at least. What's talking about Lashley's still, for, you know, he's still a freaking beast. I mean, Brock, Brock is obviously still a beast, also. So well, yeah, pretty- but I'm saying 10, 15 years younger. You know, could have like, just- like I said, I mean, I, I, I feel like it should happen sooner than what it is, but at the same time, like I said, Lashley's a beast and Brock is a beast. So I, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't think age has anything to do with it. I just wish we got it sooner than what, we're, what we are. Yeah. You know, because you got to think of, like, how long has Lashley been in the WWE and how long has Brock been in the WWE, both of them coming back at this point, you know? Because yeah. Lashley came back, what, almost five years ago, four years ago? Maybe? Something like that. 
Yeah, and Brock's been back since like 2011, so it's like I I, I think it should have happened a lot sooner than what it is, but at least we're getting to see it, and I'm down, you know. See, you know, since we didn't get to see Roman versus Brock last month for the day one pay per view, which was supposed to happen. I don't know. I still see a Roman and Brock match happening for the Universal Title, even if it even if it's not until WrestleMania. You know what I think to happen? You know what I think it's going to happen? I think it's going to be Brock and Roman, and they're both going to put both the titles on the line, and it's going to be unified. That's my opinion. Oh God, I hope not. I don't want them to combine the titles again. I don't either. Don't get me wrong. I don't want them to do that either. But at the same time, it's just like. What else is going to happen? <laughs> I mean, they did it with Becky. They did do it with Becky, but I'm just saying, like, if you if you were building that much time into Brock and Roman, and then Roman ended up catching COVID and not showing up to the day one pay-per-view, and then Brock ends up winning the WWE title, you're not you're not just going to leave Brock and Roman on the back burner just because Brock, uh, not Brock. Well, so I'm saying, like, so. is someone going to cause Brock the win on Saturday to lead up more to another match again. Absolutely. All right, well, let's talk about the predictions, and then we go into our fan theories. Are you okay? Are you crying over there? I'm slowly fucking dying. I had something, I fucking got fucking uh, liquid on the wrong fucking pipe. I've been coughing and fucking dying over here during your whole chat. Talking? I mean, I, I, I thought it was a little quiet. Oh, yeah, no, I, I muted the mic because I don't want to sneeze and cough into the fucking mic. But, yeah, no, you can see me over here going like, yeah, I saw I saw you over there. And I yeah. knew something. I knew something was wrong, so I just kept going. Yeah, no, I, I ran out of I ran out of drink, and for some reason, the moment my body knows I have nothing to drink, all of a sudden I get these coughing fits because I don't fucking work right. Huh. Oh, jeez. Plus, I mean, I am like a half hour away from bedtime, so uh, yeah. Oh, okay. What are you doing, Dally? I'm getting too close to the camera. You just had a weird reflection off your skin that went into the camera because you got so close. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go with Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins for Universal Championship. I want Roman. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I it to be some, 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 something sketchy is going to happen, but Roman's going to get the victory. So yeah, something's gonna happen. I mean, whether I mean, I don't think the Usos aren't supposed to be there. I mean, oh, they're supposed to be, be there, Rumble, but I don't think they're supposed to be in the match, right? So or like at ringside. They're so, all I mean, yeah, they just show up. Yeah, I, I yeah, I I'm going with Roman on that. I mean, like I said, it would be nice to see Seth win, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm I'm going with Roman 100. Yeah. percent I think Roman's gonna keep that title till Mania. Yeah. It'll probably be past Mania, honestly. Yeah. It's been what, almost two years. Well, Seth, Seth Rollins—he's uh, a Raw guy, right? He's just on SmackDown for the title. From so. what Seth Rollins says on Twitter, Wait, that no, did he get drafted to SmackDown? Come on, SmackDown, and he threw some shade at Roman. So I don't know if he's just going to be on SmackDown and Raw, or he's just going to be on SmackDown exclusively. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to go with Roman, too. Uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix are taking on Miz and Maurice. Got to go with Beth and Edge. No, I'm down the middle on that one. Yeah, I'm, going, Miz, I'm going Miz and Maurice on it. Keep going both ways. I think that might lead to Mania, too, with, with them, too. Edge and Miz. 
Yeah. I, I see I see it going either way, honestly. Like I I couldn't really pick anything on that. Well, you got to pick, man. I'm picking that it can go either way. <laughs> so you're saying it's going to be a DQ or a draw? No, I, I mean, yeah, I can see it being a DQ, and I can see it going Miz's way. But at the same time, like I said, I can see Edge and Beth beating Miz and Maurice clean. You know, so like I said, I can see it going. I don't think it's done by any means. You know, like so I said, are you are you voluntarily been, not making a prediction for this match? I, 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 I'm, I'm down the middle on it. I really couldn't. I mean, could you get hundred percent? You, you get hundred percent. The thing is, if you just choose not to pick, you don't get a point if somebody wins or loses. So it's like, all right, fine. I'll go with. Uh, let's see. I mean, I mean, well, think about it, man. Think about it as a wrestling booker. You have you have elimination chamber next month. And you have WrestleMania following that. You had Edge beat uh, Miz at the last pay per view, and now it's an uh, it's a Mixed tag match at the Royal Rumble. Who are you winning to move forward? Got to be Miz and Maurice. Well, like I well, like I said, I I don't think this is going to be the only match we see with them. So, like I can I I can probably now thinking about it now, I can probably see Miz and Maurice going over. Right? Couldn't you see Miz giving like Beth a skull crushing finale? Yeah, I like I I can see I can see something going down. So yeah, I'm, I I'll go with Miz and Maurice. There we go. See, look at that sound job. Nah, uh, Dad, you went with Edge and Beth. Yep. Maurice. All right. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop Raw Women's Championship. Becky. Becky. All right. Good call. Yeah, I'm going with Becky. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Baxters. Uh Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley WWE Championship. Brock. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Brock too. I'm gonna go it's, Bobby. It's gonna be a badass, you know, fight. Don't get me wrong, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, Brock. I'm going with Brock. If if I'm, I'm still picking Brock, but I feel like if Lashley goes over, it's gonna be because some someone screwed Brock over. Well, that's what I'm aiming for. Like, I'm aiming for uh, Usos to interfere and cause him Brock the championship. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you feel like do you feel like Heyman's pulling like a ruse? Do you think like it's somehow going to be like they're going to go back to Roman and Brock, but yes, screws Brock over, and then Lashley gets the title, and then Brock is going to go back to SmackDown and fuck with Roman. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's just like on that. Uh, my God, I'm going to fucking die over here. <coughs> oh my god I'm dying man this is it this is fucking it god um <laughs> <laughs> I think what's I think because there was a there was a segment on Smackdown uh I think it was the week after uh the uh the day one where Roman was kind of standing up for Paul after Brock was telling him to like shut up and all that shit so and even fucking like Palmer Palmer said like you know he loved the tribal chief and chief and all this other goofy shit. I still think Roman has a grudge with Brock Lesnar. I think that Usos are going to interfere in that match because usually and I don't know which kind of championship match this is. But usually DQs kind of go out the window when it comes to like championship matches uh, sometimes. So I think it's going to be an interference. I think it's going to open Bobby Lashley to become champion again. 
to like maybe have another title run at least until WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah. Because it makes sense, man. <coughs> kill me. Just fucking kill me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, Raw, Raw Tag Team Championships. Alpha Cammy versus RK, bro. Huh? I'm going with Alpha. I'm saying Alpha Academy only because I see Randy and Riddle maybe turning on each other. Oh, no, I don't say that. I, I love them. I think they're hilarious and they're great, but I, Randy doesn't play well with others. We know this. That's not true. No, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah I just think Alpha's going over. I don't... I. Regardless if you know Randy, if Randy turns on Riddle and stuff like that or not, I just think I just think Alpha is going to go over. Gotcha. All right, Royal Rumbles. Uh, we go women's first because uh, you know we save the best for last. <sighs> Take that, women. You know, I was about to say, what are you, what, what are you saying? <laughs> oh, just being sexist a little bit. Just just a little bit sexist. So you want me to go first then? Nothing wrong with a little bit sexist. Uh Dally, please, the men are talking. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, Dally. Give me your uh, give me who you think's gonna win and then give me your dark horse. Um, I think the winner is gonna be the returning Bailey. Is Bailey clear to come back by now? I don't know. I think so. It's been a while. But yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Is. I don't that's know. Fine. That's, that's fine. my guess. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's fine. Cool. Yeah. Dark Horse. <laughs> Dark Horse. Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Bianca's in the Rumble, isn't she? She is. Yeah. yeah, I'm going with Bianca, and as far as the Dark Horse, I'm go- also going with Alexa Bliss. Okay. So you think Bianca's gonna go back to back? Yeah. They haven't had that for the women's yet. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I actually have Bianca as my dark horse, thinking that there's a possibility for it to happen. Um, I I went with Liv Morgan to win, though. I have I her think, on my I list, love but that no, too, they have this whole story thing with Alexa going on right now, so. I mean, if Liv, if Liv Morgan came out on top, I would I, I would absolutely love it, but right. I, I, I think Bianca is going to win. The, the thing is, like, it's because they they've only uh, announced twenty one of the thirty, so they could add more. Um, Liv Morgan does seem like a long shot, but it seems like they're still trying to keep her as relevant as possible. So, I would love to see her win. I think she's incredible. I I like her as a competitor, but again, like I said, they they haven't done a back to back women's uh, winner yet, and Bianca is probably one of the strongest stronger people in the match. So, right. Yeah, that's why you didn't go with Charlotte. Yeah, I'm surprised Charlotte. No, because Charlotte's already champion. I'm surprised she's even in the match. I know. That's why I'm surprised you didn't pick her. Well, how would a champion win a Rumble match? Like, who's she going to face herself? Well, she just throws people out, and then she wins. That's how Rumble works. Okay, but the Rumble victory is the title match. Yeah, but she said that if she won, she gets to pick her own opponent. I'm I'm not going with Charlotte. I refuse. No, no. We saw what happened with everyone else. We saw Roman try doing that. We saw fucking uh, Brock try doing that. No, it doesn't work out. No. No. All right. All right. Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, I'm going to go first because you guys are fucking, uh, you know, pushy. You know, 
whatever. All right, I'm going to go AJ Styles to win. I really want him to fucking win a Royal Rumble. Uh, Dark Horse, Randy Orton. Okay. Yeah, no other reason I just really like AJ Styles. Phenomenal competitor. Thanks, <laughs> AJ. You got Daly. Men are talking. We got AJ. So I'm going to go with Biggie winning. Okay. Um, and as far as the dark horse, and I have a strange, strange feeling that this actually might happen. Austin Theory. Really? I don't know what it is, but I have a very, very strange feeling that it's going to be Austin Theory. So I'm going to go with him as the dark horse. Isn't he a really big Vince guy? Yeah. So it's like, I, I think Big E's going to win. But I have a strange feeling that Austin Theory is going to win. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right, what about you, Dally? Um, I picked Kevin Owens because I still think he's going to be involved in that storyline somehow with Roman, Seth, and Lashley, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just think it makes sense. Yeah. Um, Dark Horse, I'll go Finn Balor. Finn Balor, yeah. There we go. Yeah. What about uh, as far as... Um, uh, surprise entrances. Well, I mean, we know Mickey James is coming, uh, coming back. Current Impact Knockouts champion. Uh, the Bellas and Lita are coming back. Uh, Giant Knoxville for some godforsaken reasons in it. Um, <laughs> other returns. Uh, other, yeah, other returns. Who you think are going to be there? I'm telling you, man. I think it's going to be the kid X Pac. I think he's going to be in it. Is he coming back as X Pac or One Two Three Kid? Which would you prefer? He's going to come back as X-Pac. Uh, he's got to be one, two, three, kid. If he comes out of one, two, three, kid, I'm going to mark. But right. how how great would that be? I mean, like, like I said, I said earlier, I'm not a big fan of the idea of him coming back. But if he was to come back, I'd rather see one, two, three, kid hit the ring than fucking uh, X-Pac. You're gonna get you're gonna get X-Pac because honestly, like, he's more identifiable. He's more he's more known as. X-Pac than he is 123Kid. Obviously, like, anybody that's watched wrestling for, like, a long time, like, oh, hey, Xbox 123Kid and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. anybody that goes, like, okay, Sean Waltman, they're going to automatically say X-Pac. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dally? Anyway, anybody thinks going to show up? I don't know. I'm trying to even think, is there anybody that's out right now that could return? Take well, her. Bray Wyatt. Take her. He's going to be at the show. I don't think he's going to be there, yeah. Bulls in the women's, but, I mean, it would be dope if, like, you know, you hear the, and then the lights go out and bong. Like, okay, so I'm wearing my Undertaker shirt. It's decided. Cool. Yeah. How about, how about, uh, you know. I mean, it's not really, like, a possibility. I mean, it is a possibility, but it's not, like. Yeah. No, I know. But I got a really cool Undertaker shirt, and I just want to wear it. Maybe the Undertaker is going to interfere in the Lashley Lesnar match. He's going to cost Lesnar the match after him breaking the streak at WrestleMania. You know what? You know what? Fuck it, Steve Austin. <laughs> Steve Austin. Oh yeah, is it? Well, I just thought it, Randy's hometown, St. Louis, too, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, Jericho, I think, would be uh, a good surprise entrant. Uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, no one's heard from him. I mean, he could easily come back to, uh, Hey, today. they released, they released Bray Wyatt. They didn't release The Fiend. That's uh, sure, The Fiend could show up. Just my opinion. Uh, I call it. 
that's that's the thing. I could see Jericho coming in, you know, I can see that, but here's my other theory. Yeah, go for it, man. Cody Rhodes. Oh god, I don't know about that. Cody Rhodes. I'm That'd feeling, be a good one. That that would be a good one. What about a um uh, like well, Brian, what, what's up? What about Alistair Black? Nah, I don't think so. For the, for well, Selena the, Vega's still in it. She's still with WWE. Yeah. So. I mean, but that's that's almost like that's basically saying too that the Undertaker's actually going to be in the Rumble because you know mm-hmm. Michelle McCool's in the in the Women's Rumble. I mean, that doesn't you know. Yeah, Braun Strowman. He could be. He could be. I, in it. I, can, I can also see John Cena. Kane. Big think show. Kane, think Kane's gonna leave Knoxville County to head over to fucking St. Louis? He went over to freaking Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that's different though. <laughs> that's Saudi Arabia. It's not Missouri. What's wrong with Missouri? Uh, it's Missouri. I live uh, in Missouri. I know. What's wrong with Illinois? <laughs> it's fucking touching Missouri. Missouri's alright. You know, you know the you know one of the worst uh, towns, the most the most crime ridden town in Illinois is named after a city in Missouri called East St. Louis. And I live nowhere near there. Yeah, but it's but because of you guys now we have a shitty ass fucking city named after a shitty ass fucking city in your state. St. Louis, alright. It's not St. Louis. Same thing though. No, it ain't. I went to I used to work at a, a sicko East Chicago in Indiana. Just because it was called East Chicago, you knew it was shitty. That's fair. <laughs> Plus, you guys got fucking Cardinals, for God's sakes. I'm not a Cardinals oh. fan. I'm a White oh. Sox fan. You're not a White Sox fan. You're like a Cubs fan. No, I'm a White Sox fan. You're a total I, Cubs fan. You, you, no, I, see, I see you, and you just ooze North Cider, man. Well, off the topic of base, uh, uh, wrestling, baseball uh, related, you think the Sox can uh, win the World Series this year? Be nice. I think they, I think they can do it. Right? They just need to get an outfielder, which I wouldn't mind seeing them pick up Michael Conforto. I don't know what they're going to do as far as pitching because I don't think they're going to take Rodon. I don't think they're going to be the money for it. They should have never gave him up. They, should have offered him arbitration. They got, they got rid of Rodon. They did, but they didn't offer him arbitration either. That's what sucks. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think I think if Dylan Cease has a good spring training, I think he'll I think he'll be just fine. And Michael Kopech too. I think if they put him in the rotation, I think he'll be just fine too. Yeah. They also shouldn't have picked up Kimbrough. They should have just let him go. There's no way they're gonna trade him away. Oh, you know what? I don't even know why they even got him in the first place. He sucked on yeah. the he sucked on yeah. the side. So it's like Yeah. And now we got rid of Madigro and now we don't got a fucking second baseman. Oh God, White Sox. Oh the sadness. Anyways. Um Anything wrestling related that I'm missing, Dally? Anything else we got to talk about? Not that I can think of. Nothing you can think of? Cool. Adam, we appreciate you being a guest host here on Just Freaking Wrestling. Why don't you tell everyone about your social media, where they can find you, uh, maybe a clothing line of some Adam Cage merch? You can find me on Facebook, Adam Cage, uh, Cage with a K. Uh, you can buy my t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com. Just put in Adam Cage in the search bar, and then you will see my pretty little face up on there. Um, that's that's pretty much it. And make sure you order the pay-per-view for Southland Championship Wrestling. If you are not watching the Royal Rumble, which airs this Saturday live on infinitypoint.org slash 
SCW PPV. I wish we could go back and watch it. Like, order it, go to the Rumble, go back and watch it. <laughs> yeah, fair. But, like, like you watch it and then it just disappears. You can't really watch it. Yeah. What is what's called live, Dally? Well, uh, WWE has live, and you go back and watch it on the network. WWE yeah. is a multi-billion dollar company. W Network, which would be dope. Mm. Oh, and subscribe to the Southland Championship Wrestling YouTube page, please. 100%. That's why High Voltage can be uh, watched as it's released bi-monthly. Hopefully, maybe one day uh, to become monthly. I would really like to see us get to that point. That'd be down. That'd be down. Right. Right. Well, for uh, for those of you who actually have an interest in pro wrestling and have no idea how to get into it, whether you want to be a manager, a uh, wrestler, or a referee, reach out to Southland Championship Wrestling, message them on Facebook, let them know, and be part of the Southland Championship School, because then even you could work for me at High Voltage. Yeah, sounds great. Right. I like the little pause after you said that. <laughs> I, was wait- I was waiting for Dally to say something stupid, and she achieved it. <laughs> Alright, make sure you guys follow us on social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter Just by searching Just Free Wrestling The GMW Podcast And of course you can listen to our show when they are released On all podcast platforms Such as iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Player FM Or just ask your Alexa app to play Just Freaking Wrestling Um, You got an Alexa over there? Is that why you looked off to the side to see if it picked it up? Who, me? Yeah, you Oh no, I was just looking at the time Oh, see how many more beards you got? Uh, uh, I think I got a. Uh, I got two left. <laughs> how, how long do you think the show is gonna be, man? I'm, uh, I'm always prepared. Good call. Good call. Way to be a good boy, boy scout, kid. All right. Uh, well, that's all I got, guys. As always, I am Travis. I'm Dally. And I'm Adam Cage. Thank you for listening to our episode of Just Progressing the JFW Podcast.